Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome, everyone, to Vanderpump Rules Party. Welcome, especially to all you newbies that maybe joined us after seeing our cards at BravoCon. Yes, if you're new to the podcast, um, welcome. We are two friends that love Vanderpump Rules. We recap every season, every episode, every scene. So, um, And we even do it on the off-season. So today we're bringing you content from BravoCon that Sarah took one for the team, went to BravoCon, and is going to give us all the tea. Um, you guys, we just recorded probably for, I don't know, maybe about 30 minutes or so, and our recorder was not going. So we're going to do take two now. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you're new, we are, we're probably the longest ones now that are focused on Vanderpump Rules. We've been doing it since 2016. We go to all the events. We've had cast on, adjacent characters on, like... We go deep dives. Yeah. And there's some juicy shit. If you join our Facebook group, um, I think I pinned it, but I should probably repin it, um, of some of our past. We've broken some major stories. Let's totally. And we have been responsible for really blowing up the Brigade, really discovering and blowing that up in a way that, you know, the Sheena Bad edit, the Faith and Jack's transcripts. Oh, just all sorts of fun stuff. But... Um, join our Facebook group if you want behind the scenes we're doing Patreon now where we we give a little more raw unfiltered juice tea opinions so Patreon it's three dollars it's less than a cup of coffee um, for extra extra yes extra anyway so yeah I am a little I'm a little I feel like yeah, I feel like um, like Sarah and I have always said on this podcast, we're like, we don't know how like they do like these filmings where they have to go to like thing to thing to thing. Like it looks like so exhausting watching what you had to do to like go to every single event and to like get your money's worth like, it, you know, from this event and like bring us all of the stories. Like I was exhausted for you. Like I was literally sweating like texting with you of like where you had to go where you had to stand in line like all the all the things you know I was thinking that myself feeling throwing myself a pity party and then I watched Sheena's Instagram and you know we did this after where was oh after her like wedding and then she went to like 90 different things and I saw like not only were they she at BravoCon like Thursday to Monday flew home Monday or yeah, Monday, same day, went to the Chargers football game in, like, Major Stadium, which is a pain in the ass. That's, like, a every decade kind of thing for me. Um, and then I see tonight she's at, like, a red carpet party premiere. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do it? You got a kid. Like, I am exhausted for her. Well, and, like, for me, like, when I'm, like maybe not sleeping the best or like having to like put makeup on take makeup off put it on like my skin starts looking bad my eyes start looking tired like I'm like maybe not eating the best like you know what like you it takes a lot to take care of yourself like I just I don't I don't know how these people do it yeah the getting ready shit Yeah. yeah so I flew there Thursday night on a red eye you guys and it was I chose that because I wanted to 
utilize downtime. I thought I could maybe sleep. I'll get there in the morning. At the last minute, I decided to add Friday, so I had two one-day passes. And, you know, it started off well. I I had first class on the way there, but it was a red-eye. And so I had a, a, a meal, and then I, they had live TV, so I didn't sleep because I was watching the premiere of Winter House. I was watching the Southern Charm reunion. And then all of a sudden, we're landing in New York, and I was like, Okay, well, it's like 9 a.m. I don't think I'll be able to check into my hotel because I'd be insane that early. But my hotel let me check in that early. So I was planning on dropping my bag and going to BravoCon, like looking all skanky and shit or having to get ready and change in a hotel bathroom. It's just not ideal. But I was able to get in my room and quickly get ready and refreshed and go to BravoCon where I did not anticipate all the lines First of all, like because I didn't, I added Friday at the last minute. I had to go to Will Call for my wristband. Major line. Okay, everything's super disorganized. There's no sign, so I go down, wait in this huge line. The guy's like, "Oh no, Will Call's on the other side," which is like four New York blocks down. <laughs> it's like the other side of the convention center. So I go down there. Then I wait in line, get my wristband, go in. It's then I discover that there's no point in drinking. There's no point in eating. There's no point in going to the bathroom because every line is like 500 people deep, like insane. Um, and that's not even for the sessions or the photo ops. So I'm already like, whoa, whoa. Um, so I ended up because it's so chaotic and you're running to get places. Um, and if I wanted to eat anything, I'd have to wait in line for a half an hour and just didn't have the time. And then the same with the drinks. I did, I got one drink and Erica, one of our listeners was there. Her and her husband went the whole weekend. So they got several drinks, but they got them for free because I totally know what she meant. They like push you up to the line. They're like, what do you want? What do you want? So you tell them and they're like, okay. And they literally like, there's a mob pushing you go over there to pay. So then you're waiting with this lady with a tablet and everyone's budging in front of you and no one's paying attention to anything anyone and like she got pushed out of the pay line so she's like well all right there's like I totally could have not have paid yeah and and it would have been fine but it was not fun and it's not like the drink was good I'm like why am I gonna start drinking and then like have to go to the bathroom when you can't yes yes such a pain so I just didn't eat I didn't eat at all Friday what they could could you have like brought snacks in your purse or were they checking um they were checking, but like I, I did have, I think I had like some peanuts in my bag or something. But yeah. I didn't eat them. Um, so I went until Friday night and then I got like dinner and a beer. And then Saturday, same thing. I didn't have anything morning, noon, or night. It was BravoCon all day. Went back to my hotel room to change and refresh and get ready for Watch What Happens Live. Went to that, got back to my hotel like 11.30. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get like a famous New York slice of pizza, which I used to love, all the little walk-in places. Um, I like, oh, there's nothing like New York pizza. Well, I realize that used to be the case. It's kind of like bagels. Mm-hmm. It used to be the case, but now everyone knows how to make them. Wait, wait, how, what did you just call them? Bagels. Bagels. <laughs> bagels. Bagels. <laughs> I put I put bagel. the bagel in my bag. A bagels, okay. <laughs> and I just realized I think everyone figured out how to make good New York pizza because, like, I get better New York pizza 
than what I had. And maybe it was just the place. So, but unfortunately, well, I thought I was a happy camper, happy camper, <laughs> eating my pizza and watching the new Lifetime movie in my hotel bed. I was not so happy the next morning when I'm like, something is amiss. And I was telling Holly, like you guys, just just a little word to the wise. When you see that plastic liner in the ice bucket in your hotel room, use it. It is there for a reason. Uh, housekeeping is not taking the ice buckets and taking it to the kitchen and putting them in the dishwasher. At, at best, they're rinsing them out, if that. Yeah. Well, they probably don't think people are puking in them. Yeah, well, they are. Oh. <laughs> I mean, me for one. Because I had no other choice unless I wanted to puke all over the like marble floor. So I thought the ice bucket was a little bit better. You know what's like just like even though like I'm very disturbed like by that visual, like I will still never stop getting hotel ice because like I enjoy ice in my beverage that much that I would like be willing to possibly like drink puke <laughs> ice. Well, either clean the bucket yourself. I always use the liner though. I always use the liner. Yeah, I use the liner today because <laughs> um, you guys, I am in another hotel so I was supposed to come back Sunday night around 8 and turn around Monday morning and go to Vegas which I am I did but Sunday I spent thank god my hotel also gave me a late ch- like the super early check-in but a, a late checkout of 2 p.m and I did not have BravoCon Sunday so thank god or I, I couldn't have gone anyways I couldn't even text you guys people were texting me I'm like I can't even look at my phone I am so sick um and I used every minute up until that 2 p.m. And I was like, I was calling around like I could have gotten on a different flight, but then it'd be like the middle seat. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. So I'm like, am I going to be able to make it? Can I, A, do the taxi cab to the airport, which is like those cabs are old and rough. The streets are rough. Constant traffic. Stop and go. This is not good on a queasy stomach. And I'm like, oh, God. Um, but I'm like, just do it. I wanted to get home that bad. And so I, I did do it. And then I was like stressed then about the airplane. Oh, well, when I got to the airport, I couldn't even sit in a seat. It would make me sick. And then all the food smells in the airport were like causing me to want to throw up again. Oh. So I literally laid on the dirty floor in JFK airport with the suitcase as my pillow and looked like a freak. But it, when you know you're that sick, you don't care. And I'm just like, oh, God, just get me through. Yeah. So then I have a regular seat on the way back and it's a window seat and I'm wedged in between two big guys and I normally in that situation like cross my arms to like so I'm not touching the dudes. Yeah. But but that was caught putting pressure on my stomach which I couldn't afford. So I had to like keep my arms extended like freaking Hitler or something like or like beam me up Scotty. I don't know. I'm like, I had nowhere to put my arms and I'm just like, please don't get sick. Please don't get sick. I got like a, I still hadn't had any food then, obviously. And so I nursed like a little ginger ale for six hours on that flight. and was just like, please make it, please make it. I mean, luckily I didn't have to go to the bathroom because I couldn't get out of my seat anyways, but I didn't have any more liquid or food in me. So it kind of worked out, but I've really never gone six hours on a plane without going to the bathroom once. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a lot. And it was freezing because I was against the emergency door. And so, like, my feet were numb. 
my arms were numb, but I'm like, at least it's not hot. If it had been hot, I would have got sick. Yes. Oh. But were you saying you had like a situation that like that? Oh my gosh. So, well, you guys, while Sarah was doing BravoCon, I was texting with her and um, Ronnie got invited to go to a taping of America's Got Talent, the all-star edition. And it was a six-hour taping. So we, you know, and they, there's like a dress code, like all this stuff. So I'm wearing like a sweater and pants, like no big deal. But we walk into the place and it's hot. Like, you know, all the studio lights and everything. I, I should have been ready for that, but still I was wearing a sweater. So they walk us in and they sit me by like this big old guy who's like the size of the rock. And then like the kids are down the row next to me. And like Ronnie's eight, so she's smaller. But the other girls were like, they're like 10, but they're like turning into like teenagers it's so bizarre so they're bigger so I get sat next to this guy and the guy has his legs out like in like a like you know when you look down it's like a triangle so I like sit down and his thigh is like literally on like half of my thigh so I'm like trying to scrunch my legs in and then like I he was so like encroaching on my seat so much that I could not sit I could not put my back against the like the back of the seat so like I looked at him and I'm like I guess I'll just sit forward and he was like Haha, yeah the seats are tight it's like yes move over mofo and he was like sitting next to his wife it's like scoot over so it started getting hot you know they make it they're like okay everyone clap 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 they had us like holding up these flags holding up these wands that changed colors like all this stuff like I did not bring my spray deodorant I was sweat like I was literally miserable for six hours Ugh. It was, you know, like what, like six hours, six hours. It was, we got there at two and we got out at eight 30. Like, and at one point, like I got up and I was like, I I took all the, I'm like, girls get up. Like we're going to the bathroom. And like, we got to go outside for a second. We go outside for like maybe four minutes out of the entire time we were there. And a freaking golden buzzer goes off and we're stuck outside. We missed, we missed like a golden buzzer performance. That's what you said. Yeah, couldn't do the reels because you were at AGT. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, I didn't. Now I get it. American Scott Talent. Yeah. So, so like, I was like, I saw Simon, I saw Heidi Klum, and Howie. You know, all of them were sitting right there. So it was fun, but it was too long. And like, to not get paid and to just sit there and with like kids, I was just like, all the other moms, like they got, they like stayed where they were, and I was with, I was stuck with the kids. Um, <laughs> Which is, you know, like a guy that should lean into his partner when you when you're sitting next to your person, like lean into that. Yes, I was like, so they finally like moved us, me and the kids. And like, I got to go up higher and it was like, I could see better. It wasn't as hot. The chairs were bigger. So that was good. Oh, my God. I tried to do that today because like I got into one of the rooms and I'm like, okay, I like, you know, just like my gambling, I like an end chair. I always, in concert seats, I always want an end. I don't yes. even care if it's like, there's better seats. I want the end. Totally. So I get the end and then like, okay, it starts. And then this guy like wedges in, like I had my purse on the seat next to me and the guy on the other side kind of had like, and then this guy, excuse me, like, I'm like, maybe I'm saving it for someone. And he just like sits down and he's like, right in my space arm and arm touching and I'm like ugh I want to leave and so I, I get like kind of squat up a little bit and try to pull my chair to the left a little bit to create my own lip space yes and I'm like ugh ugh and I realize 
a whole row of chairs is like connected by a steel bar. Oh, I'm <laughs> trying to pull the whole row. That's what I was trying to do too. I tried to do that, and it was, and everyone's like, "It's connected." I'm like, "Oh yeah. God!" Well, exactly. That's so fucked up. So horrible. Oh, so yeah, it was, it was crazy. The other, I mean, everything was so many lines. We'll get into that, um, and we'll either. Um, continue some of this because there's so many notes like I have so many notes and it took took all of this time just to create the notes I have and I'm, I don't even think that I'm done but you guys in the Facebook group were posting all the videos I took and, and I tried to do videos in like one to two minute snippets A for like posting, A for digestibility you know also for battery. My phone died probably six times a day and everyone's like huh, you charged it it's because it was just constantly taking videos and pictures. And the other problem with this stupid convention, there's there's a lot of problems. I, I will go on a rant, but I'll do it later. Um, <laughs> there's nowhere to charge your phone. And someone said, oh, it's over in the food court. And I was like, so I went to the food court. That's when I discovered the lines for all the food. I'm like, yeah, no. I saw nowhere to charge your phone. So I finally find like this utility where all like the major cables are but like the outlet is like eight feet high in fact i did post a picture and you can see it's like eye level it's the same level as the exit sign yeah so i had to reach my arm like stretch my arm like fucking pilates to plug it in but then my cord's not that long so my phone was would have just dangled and fallen to the ground so i had to hold my arm up with it charging and that's when I saw someone, and I have a story about that, but I will save that story for Patreon. <laughs> yes. I um, feel I feel like we need to invest in, like, um, like, a media sort of package for ourselves and get, like, a portable charger and, like, you know, the portable um, – I have the portable podcasting equipment already, but um, – it's hard. I mean, that's happened to me at T. Sandy's concerts before where, like, I, I need to recharge. When you're using your phone that much, it's crazy. Yeah. So, they, it was it was a mess. That and then just the organization of the whole thing, the lines. The, I mean, people were, like, it was chaos. It was mob mentality. There were stampedes. I'm sure a lot of you guys have already heard. Like, there was a stampede, and I was in the middle of, this mosh pit stampede in the Beverly Hills session. Um, I mean, I've been to shows 10 times that size, five times that size, smaller, same size. It's just, it's one of the worst organizational conferences I've, I've been to. It was just very chaotic. There was no map. So you, I was like, I was almost, I was leaving the conference and I discovered this whole other wing where they had experiences. Like they had Bravo land. You could walk through and see like, Mama D's wig or you know like Andy's clubhouse type of stuff oh that's cool and then they had a sir bar that you could take a picture of how like, the oh I had a question how the hell did they get the Tom Tom motorcycle there oh see I didn't even see that <laughs> yeah that what like I'm like did they fly that shit like that's crazy is it just or is it just a mock-up it looked like the exact same one where was that I don't know I saw it in something Maybe in Bravo Land. I didn't go through the Bravo Land exhibit. I, I went to the Sir one just to take a picture of it, but it wasn't there. You'd think it would have been there. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So I'm. I, can I ask a couple questions, or or um, is that yeah. gonna mess you up? Okay. So when you, I saw like some of your footage of like right when you were getting in line, and it looked like like 
like it basically looked like there was hundreds and hundreds of people just like us you know who love reality tv like they were dressed to the nines like maybe they were going to be discovered which i relate to that like i would dress cute too um yeah, i had all my questions prepped for andy too and then i got to the room and i was like oh okay yeah, yeah and i like oh i'm gonna wear a high side pony because andy likes that i'm gonna wear the tom i was like oh yeah no i'm just an aunt <laughs> so even um i thought it was gonna be a little more i don't know why I thought it was going to be a little more intimate but like if we're so lucky where we live because we get to interact with these people a lot and obviously we do a podcast on Vanderpump Rules so we've gotten to know everyone pretty well but if you know like what was it like walking into the building like is it this crazy experience for people where they get to see everybody like what was the feeling that is exactly what I thought was oh my God, I guess we really take a lot for granted. Yes. Because, and that was my thought, and the thought along with it was, oh my God, I now understand why these Bravo Lebs can be such divas, ego egomaniacs, like how, think they are, are the shit. You know, not all of them, but yes. some of them have real, and now I understand why. It It's like, it was Beatlemania. It was Biebermania. It was in... Scene. I would be walking through and all of a sudden you'd hear screaming and mobs of people sprinting all with their phones up, like trampling people like a mosh pit. I'm like, what's going on? So you have constant FOMO. It's very high anxiety because you constantly think you're missing something because everyone's screaming and running. So then I'd go over and like, what is it? They're like, Craig is at his booth. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I mean, one time it was Andy, but... I was like, oh, okay. And then, so then everyone discovered, like, there's this corner of one of the the big rooms. And that's where people came out of, like, behind it was, like, the press room. Okay. So, like, you had, like, Teddy Mellencamp back there, your DirecTV or whoever. Yeah. um, Doing little interviews. And then they'd come out, you know, with their people or security. Yeah. And so, like, lines formed, you know, like on each side so they'd walk down the middle and people would scream and cheer and take videos and pictures and selfies and but just Wah! and they got to be so so that's just where everyone waited because they knew they were going to see someone right but it, it got to be funny because then like like a housekeeping person would come through push in the big trash bin and they'd be like Wah! and so it kind of became fun because like anybody would walk through and like yes. everyone would scream that's but funny then, and we thought it was really funny at first, but then all that did was attract more people over there. Yeah. So then you kept getting pushed out of your way. Like I was right front and center right there. And then like the more people screamed, the more people came over and it was insane. So, so, so while you were standing over there, like let's say Gina came out, would she, would her security like walk her right past you or would she kind of interact with you guys? Like what was that like? Okay. That was all dependent on the person and that's why I was trying to kind of in my notes make like you know most gracious person or most rude and that sort of thing right and um but like I literally saw everyone and sometimes it wasn't that they were either they're just like they can't constantly stop yeah but notably throughout you know Friday and Saturday I did see the ones that were around a lot more and much more amenable to stopping randomly like and some of the people really surprised me. Okay. Did um, was there was there anyone that like 
I know that, like this is kind of mean, but was there anyone that like people either didn't recognize or they didn't react to where it was like kind of awkward that they would just walk through and no one cared? Um, yeah, there were some that were like just could like free ball it and just like yeah. walk on their own. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Oh, who's that?" And it would be like Andrea from Summer House. Okay. Um, so he'd be there taking a picture with like one or two people. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then that you know, there's some I didn't know a few people because I don't watch those shows. Right. Um. But yeah, and then there was like, I never saw. Dorinda come through that section but when I was in line the second day to go in we're all along the sideway side sidewalk the line oh here's the other problem the line is four blocks long just oh. to enter well there's no signs and the guys are just like back of the line down there and I literally walked four blocks wait to enter into the building yes okay and then someone tells me later, because we were all comparing stories, they're like, oh, yeah, because, you know, we were in, oh, when we were in the VPR VIP line, they told us, like, yeah, we had to wait. And then we found out, then I saw this girl, right as this girl was getting in after she had waited four blocks in line, she's yeah. also VIP. Someone else was like, oh, I'm VIP. He's like, oh, come right through. Like, there was no direction, so oh. we didn't even have to wait in that four block line. Oh, there my was, gosh. I'm not going to be a dick and go up in front of all the people and be like, Oh, totally. Excuse me. I'm VIP. Can I cut this line? Yes. Like, if there's no signs and no direct, I'm going to just... Wait in line. Sheet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not an asshole. Uh, but while we were doing that, all these, you know, there's a stoplight and all these cars were stuck at the stoplight and there's like a black Escalade or something and the window rolls down and it was Dorinda. So she stopped and was like waving out the window at people and everything like that, which surprised me because she's such a diva, although it does feed her ego. So... Yeah. I don't know. But you know who really surprised me? Who? Probably the most because I have heard this person, you know, it's like a difficult housewife to work, you know, on set. But who was probably one of the best with the people at BravoCon was Shannon Bedore. Shannon. Okay. And she had the most organized booth. She was constantly around. She worked her booth a lot. For some reason, all the other booths, people crowded like a mosh pit all around, like they'd overlap into other booths. Somehow she had her line in a line, in one orderly line. And so you could just go up to the side of the line and take pictures because I, I wasn't waiting in line to take pictures with these people. I was just taking pictures while other people were taking pictures totally. of them. So a lot of my pictures of these people have like... Attendees. Other people. Yeah. Yeah. But she was like right there and like there was this one time she was just walking through the hall with John Jansen and they're talking and just the two of them walking through and they pass by me and she's talking and then she stops and looks at me and smiles like I'm like wait do you think you know me or are you just like really turning it on like I was like oh you didn't have to do that she could have just like not made eye contact and beeline because she was with someone yeah well that's nice yeah and he seemed very nice. He was very doting on her. Like, she was just... She, every person in line she would talk to and take pictures with. And he'd come bring her water. And Wow. I mean, I feel like... I, I guess that's why I'm, like, I'm curious to know how they each acted or whatever. Because, I mean, we saw 
some of the people that were left out of BravoCon that really wanted to be there. If you are one of the lucky ones that has fans that want to see you, it seems like even though like I'm not saying it would be easy, it seems like it would be a marathon of like emotional draining on yourself because you're talking to so many people but it's like you're there you know the hours that it is you know what's expected of you you know these people paid a lot of money to see you like just put in the work for the three days and you know that's it but so that's cool to hear that she did that another one that surprised me that was like that was adriana demora from miami because we know how spicy diva is oh yeah she literally came through that corner thing and you know a lot of people don't even probably know who she is because it wasn't as big you know on peacock yeah but she came through and um people were cheering and just taking pictures of her walking through and she literally like stopped and looked at everyone and she went up to them and took selfies and so i have some pictures like just right next to her right behind her and uh she's like did that on her own no one was asking like can i take a picture with you they were just because when you do the walkthrough you can get a great picture Yes. But she just did it on her own. I'm like, well, that was nice. That's nice. Um, Someone that wasn't quite as friendly. This is really going to shock you. Vicky Gumbelson. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Vicky wasn't friendly? You're the only person in the world that thinks she's friendly, Holly. Oh, I like, and I realized that, like, I maybe had, like, because I don't think she was really nice to anyone else. And I think I just had, like, I got her on a good day. I don't know. <laughs> but actually, every time I interacted with her, like, she always, like, she just treated me like a human, which maybe, yeah. like, maybe I'm, you know, that's, she should do that. I, I don't know. Did you hear what she did to Ashley Darby? No. Potomac? So there's this, one of the sessions was called Housewife to Housewife. Okay. And Ashley was going to be interviewing people for her podcast. Okay. And so Vicky's just, you know, you're told, hey, go do Teddy Mellencamp's, go do Ashley's, whatever. Okay. So Vicky shows up and she's like, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. She's like, okay, well, let's get started. She's like, well, well, where's the housewife? I'm supposed to be interviewed by a housewife. And Ashley's like, uh, yeah, I'm the housewife. Well, I don't know who you are. <gasps> <laughs> so that was on one of the watch what happens was the squash the beef between um, Ashley and Darby. She's like, well, it's not a housewife. I don't know her. Well, you know, and she's like, well, who did you, you could have asked. She's like, it's called housewife to housewife. And she's like, well, I didn't know. And then she had, then Kenya had an issue with her. She's like, Vicky's been a monster to me too. So Kenya stood up and told a monster story about Vicky. And then, you know, we, we know her and Ramona have beefed about who's the OG and who's responsible. Yes. But then Teresa She's like, yeah, I heard you, you said, what'd you say about me, Vicky? Because in an <gasps> earlier panel, one of the questions was, who do you think is the most overrated housewife? And Brandy Glanville said, um, Erica Jane, uh-huh. which is juicy. And uh, Vicky said, Teresa. <gasps> so Teresa called her out on that. What'd she say? Uh, it's on It's on the Legends Ball episode. She's like, I, she didn't really didn't really say anything oh vicky i think she was trying to explain like i, I just meant like uh so yeah. yeah oh my gosh but when i saw so they had this thing it was the dumbest thing ever it was like a tv panel like no one could figure out what they were doing or why they were there we thought all the mics were broken but what i come to find out is so they're doing like 
I guess for Bravo TV or something. They'd pick like five random people and put them together and interview them on stage and they'd talk amongst themselves. They all had microphones and they're on this like mini stage. That is, you, that, is that the video that you sent me? Uh, where like, what, where like you're like, I cannot hear them and like you were literally in the front row? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's like, it's like a boxing ring. Okay. And you you can surround the boxing ring. Um, but just with, you know, like 30 people, like it was very easy to get right in front and like okay. five feet away from them, but you couldn't hear them. That's wild. And so there was no point in them being on display. I would think that would be an audio problem too for production because everyone's screaming and yelling everyone's name, trying to get them to look at them or wave. And everyone did like Giselle and Robin and the below deck people, and Lala, Tamra, Lindsay and Carl like ever everyone did that panel it was like just a mishmash of people that they put together like Lala's with was with Margaret Joseph's and yeah I saw that so and almost all of them would either like before or after their little sit down interview part they'd mingle with the crowd some of them got into the crowd like Leah McSweeney like got into the crowd oh when I first got to BravoCon it was Schwartz and um, Sandoval up there with like three housewives um and you know they were like taking pictures with the crowd and talking with them and you know selfies Giselle and Robin would turn and wave and smile and whatever Vicky the whole time nothing and then at one point <laughs> Vicky literally she's with Tamara Tamara was doing it people literally started chanting Vicky 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 she ignored them what she fucking ignored the was crowd. She, was she scared like they were going to boo her or something? No, it was like that little round table area. Everyone was just happy and cheering and, and she just couldn't be bothered with the peons. That, oh. Yeah. I'm disappointed, Vicky. Yeah. I mean, Ashley Darby should have just said, I'm sorry, I'm actually the housewife. You aren't. What show are you on, Vicky? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so what, um, obviously, like, everyone freaked out, like, to see the, ha- like, housewife people. What was the reaction to the Vanderpump Rules kids? Like, were they, like, huge, like, really? did everyone know who they were? Like, you know, and maybe, like, compared to, like, Southern Charm, like, how how did they fare? Um, very well. Very okay. Well. The okay. lines were extremely long for the photo ops. Okay. And the session was massively attended, and okay. that was like the start of our nightmare. So let me just start. I'll, I'll talk about the. I want to like really start with VPR, and we'll get through the VPR stuff. Okay. And if and if it's going too long, we can do the rest on Patreon, or we can do a part two. But um, just to give some framework about the sessions, like the first one I had gone to was to ask Andy, and you know I, I have the VIP line. I'm like I'll get there like 15 minutes early and get in line. Oh, that that was cute. Yeah, people have been standing in line for two hours. <laughs> but if you stood in line for two hours, did you miss a shit ton of other stuff? Yes. And so, like, that's a bummer. That's the problem, too. And not only did you miss that shit, during the sessions... Yeah. I, I can understand and ask Andy, because everyone wants to go to that or something. Right. But they would have, like, let's say, you have to choose between the Beverly Hills... Um, session or the Jersey session or the photo op between Sheena or Carl and Lindsay or you know what I mean like they just didn't organize it well 
So yeah. you really had to make some choices. And I was like, well, fuck. Like, I wanted to go to this Jersey panel uh, because there's such discord right now, you know, with Melissa yes. and Joe and Teresa. Yes. And also, I never get to see them. I see that. But it was up against Family Feud, which had Ariana and James and Lala and then Southern Charm and Southern Summer House, all the people I watch. And I love Family Feud. So I was dying to go to that, but I felt like I needed to go to Jersey. And then I ended up at neither because um, you couldn't get into anything. And by the time I was ready to ditch Jersey and just give up trying, um, I went to the Jersey one. First of all, the line was insane. But also, I checked back 40 minutes later and it still hadn't started. Everything was late. Photo ops, some people didn't show up for their photo ops. Other ones let's say they were, it was like 2 to 2.30. Like Teresa and Louie were like 2 to 2.30. They showed up at 2.20, but then they still end on time. So all these people that waited in line <gasps> for two hours. Oh, my God. A lot of people said that happened all the time. Like they waited in line for Phaedra or Karen Huger and they didn't show up. Oh, my or gosh. Melissa and Joe only stayed for 10 minutes because they were late also, but then they ended on time. And Captain Sandy, although she was quite accessible so you could find her other places um so it was just it sucked because all these people waited in line for nothing yeah and so i decided a you know i'm not one to go up and want a picture with them anyways right certainly not wait in line so you could just go to the photo ops and stand on the side and take a picture of them anyways so did they have like like sometimes at Disneyland when like you're you're trying to take a picture with Minnie Mouse like they'll have like a staff member stand at the back of the line they're like sorry you guys like this is like as many as they can take like no one else get in line like was anyone saying like you're guaranteed to get one if you're right here other everyone no. else you can't get in line no and they tried to do that at the Vanderpump session uh huh so like the Ask Andy I still got in and. What they did, though, was they let VIP in the same time as general admission, so everyone just scrapped. So there's really no point in VIP, really. Um, and there was no seats in the VIP section, so I just sat in general admission, and, you know, it was chaotic. But I got a seat, and I got in to ask Andy, and it wasn't a terrible seat or anything. It just wasn't great. Um, but then Beverly Hills, it a, also started, like, 30, 40 minutes late, and... Also, can I just say, a lot of these sessions started really late, but was so annoying, and they did it in every session. They played, like, this Bravo video montage, which was, like, 15 minutes Ugh. of clips of, you know, it it wasted the whole, and that was part of the session. I mean, did it, it, did it hype the crowd, or, or... Yeah, but it was the same video at all the different sessions, so it's like, yeah, we've already seen this. Like, get, I get it at the Andy one, at the first session... Wait, so, so they're literally showing the same thing, a 15-minute thing, at every single one? Yes. Oh, my God. So, like, at Andy's, it was even worse, because, and Beverly Hills, too, because they did the video montage, and then at Ask Andy's, they did a second one of the real anchors of Bravo, and it was, like, everyone on the Today Show, like, Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb and the... Oh, yeah. And Al Roker, all, like turning around and giving their taglines in a video. Yeah. But that was was like 10 minutes. So already 25 minutes is wasted. And they did that because Savannah and Hoda were the hosts. So you have to 
build them up to introduce the host and then they build Andy up to bring him out. So basically they talked to Andy like five minutes and then it was just listener questions. So, wow. and then Beverly Hills, they did the same thing. This, the Bravo video montage. And then Brad Goreski was the host. So they did like a five or 10 minute Brad Goreski wearing different wigs, pretending to be housewives montage. Like it's not fucking necessary. And then on Beverly Hills, so every other session, like Vanderpump, Summer House, Southern Charm, whatever, they did it like they should. They'd be like, welcome, Sheena, Raquel, Ariana. That's how it should have been. Yeah. But Beverly Hills, they're like, Kyle Richards. And then it'd be like, like, she's literally walking behind the stage, up the stick. Like, you can see it in the video. It's like five minutes. Like, they're like, we're introducing the president of the United States, every single person. So the introductions on Beverly Hills took 10 to 15 minutes to get everyone out there. Oh my and that, gosh. That's when, um, so everyone cheers. Whereas you could have just cheered the whole time. Yeah. Um, everyone cheered. And then that's when Rena came out and everyone booed, not everyone booed. There were, it was, I would say like 60, 40 or 70, 30 people booing. So for and the then, for the most part, would you say like the crowd the crowd was really nice and fun and energetic? Um, yeah, but very frustrated. So like at Beverly Hills, because of the line situation, everyone got screwed over. They're not there's no organization with VIP, and so all the SVIP and the VIP people are pissed off, not getting their seats. So people literally just stormed the stage. <gasps> oh, like not on the stage, but they're like, "Fuck this! We paid for this." Yeah. We're going. So everyone just rushed up front and sat on the floor in front of the stage, in front of the VIP sections. Yeah. And and because I was stuck out on the perimeter standing room only. And then the the first wave had stormed. And then everyone in like my section standing up in the back, they're like, well, that whole side stage is open. If they're doing it, they're getting away with it. So I went with the next wave and got up right to the side stage because... It was just ridiculous. But yeah, so Erica or Rena was booed and then Erica's like, I wasn't booed. I'm like, Yeah, you were, honey. She probably didn't hear it. It wasn't anything like Rena's booing, but Erica got booed a bit too. But it's okay. So anyway, so that's setting the stage. So when we go to Vanderpump, now I'd learned my lesson. Okay, I can't just go fifteen minutes earlier. So I decided to skip one of the sessions that I was planning on going to. I can't remember what it was, Southern Charm or something. I'm like, Well, I wanna my priority, obviously, is Vanderpump. Get there early. Get in the VIP line. So I do. And, you know, there's already a line. There's probably, like, 500 people in the general admission line. VIP's full, but we're in line. And that's when I meet one of our listeners, Lenita. Shout out, Lenita. She like, she's like, Vanderpump Rules Party. She's like, seriously. I was like, yay. Oh, my God. That's so amazing. That, like, makes, that makes it worth it right there. Yeah. And so, fortunately for me, she got in right behind me so I had someone to talk to in the line and it made it fun Yes, and made it go fast so then we see a person like a security person coming down with the little counter go 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 okay 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 so we know they're counting right yeah Maybe they learn their lesson yes like alright we're good and then like 10 minutes after that this other security person and these are just you know, they're making $10 an hour. Yes. Someone's just telling them what to do. 100%. So this person starts yelling. It's over capacity. No one, this line, these lines no longer exist. Everyone like skedaddle. <gasps> and we're like, 
and she's talking to VIP, SVIP, and but like they're not having anyone in general admission leave. And so everyone in VIP is like, um, no, if you're not having GA people leave, we're not fucking leaving. Yeah. Paid extra for this. Yeah. And so some people just like listened and were like, oh, okay, I guess we're not going to get in. And everyone else is just pissed off. We're like, Mm-mm, we're not going anywhere. And thank God, because once they did open the doors, we all just went in and um, we ended up getting like second, third row, right? Like kind of. Kind yeah, of you had a great seat for like your videos are great. Yeah. So that worked out. And thank God we didn't listen to that person. But they yes. were trying to tell everyone to go away that they couldn't get in when they really could. Oh, God. I feel like I probably would have listened and like got out. Good job yeah. staying. <laughs> well, you kind of talked to people in line by that point, And so you felt like you had kind of a posse. Yes. If I was just like there and me, I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. make any rules. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. So then we get... So there's a row in front, and it's got white paper on it saying, reserve, reserve, reserve. There's a row behind that, and then we're the the row behind that. So technically, we're third row, but there's no one in the front row. So then in comes Brock and Logan, um, Cochran, Ariana's friend. Uh-huh. And Brock sits right down, right in one of those reserve seats. We're like, oh, that makes sense. It's the, they're plus ones. They're spouses. And Logan's like, I don't know. I, I don't think we're supposed to be here. And Brock's like, of course we are. And, blah, blah, blah. and Brock's just making himself at home. He's turning around, chatting with the people, screaming his name. And blah, blah, blah. And then we see Logan's like, I don't think so. And so he kind of walks away. And like then, like I don't know if like security or organizers came up. And like then all of a sudden, Brock was moving over to the other section. <laughs> like They legit told him, like, yeah, you, you can't sit here. That's hilarious. <laughs> And I don't know who the people were that ended up sitting there. I think press, because I don't know who any of them were. And I think they had, like, press badges or something. Okay. But I didn't recognize anybody. But it was kind of funny. Um, so he was, you know, doing Brock, living his best life in the heyday of people. Brock! Taking selfies and whatnot. Uh, but they were behind me and further away to the left. <laughs> like, they were side, side, side stage. Oh, dang. Okay, so that happened. Okay, I'm just skipping right over to my VPR notes. That is the most important. Yes. Um, I do see Schwartz's mom was at the show. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, I imagine she was probably at the Sandoval show, too, and hopefully they did, Schwartz's mom has got it. Yes. Or they, I think they switched it now to, I wish that I had Schwartz's mom. Yeah. All right. Okay. So many people. Okay, I got that down. Brock. Okay. So just really quick. So uh, for the like, how what was the Vanderpump Rules thing called? Just like Vanderpump Rules session, or or what was it? Yeah. Okay. Vanderpump Rules session. And who were like the moderators? Just random like podcasters and stuff, or who who were the people who um, were asking? I didn't recognize was- any of those people. It was just one lady. I don't oh. know who she she is. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't overly impressed with her. I, I thought I, she was okay. Yeah. Oh, people got real pissed off at her when someone asked a question and Schwartz was trying to answer and wanted to answer and she cut it off. Nope, nope, nope. We're not going to talk about that. <gasps> oh. 
What was it? Like, what did they ask? Um, she's like, no, no, no. Let me ask. It was about making out with Raquel. Oh, okay. Um, obviously they. Oh, but she let Raquel answer in a in a different type of question. It's like they really are putting this on Raquel, not on him. It was uh, literally because it came up earlier, and Raquel she put it on Raquel. Would you like to answer this? And that's when she said, oh, I'm just, I'm single and I'm living my life. You know, that was yeah. when she said that. Mm-hmm. So then when they had listeners ask questions, because none of us, we wanted to hear what Schwartz had to say. Right? Yeah. They directly asked. So um, what happened? You know, we heard there was a makeout, you know, at the thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, oh, no, I'll answer. And she's like, no, 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 we're not going there. It's like, no, no, it's fine. And she just kept over talking and cut him off. And then someone heard a mumble like, oh, it was accidental or something. But he was actually trying to answer the question and she wouldn't let him. Hmm. So it was really annoying. She is someone, um, she was at the Schwartz and Sandy's press party. Okay. So she's someone like that, like um, like E! News or okay. Us Weekly. Kind of something yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was annoying. So I think they start off. They did like. So I'm sorry. Just uh, um. So everyone was on stage except for Brock, and obviously Charlie wasn't there. But uh, other than that, everybody was there. Yeah. So they they told Charlie, well, it's just a budget issue, and you know Sheena wasn't added till the last minute, and so it was like, wow, you're not going to invite Sheena because like budget issues. But then I don't know because. If you saw at the Legends Ball, they had Sheena perform with Melissa and Kenya and yeah. Candace, where I'm like, they didn't have Lala or James. So she, yeah, she kind of um, like she was very um, in the forefront of Vanderpump Rules, I would say. Yeah, so it ended up like they she was featured, and it was like an honor because yeah. I wonder how like James and Lala felt about that. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's other like I mean they also, they didn't have Luann they could have had Luann yeah. in one of her songs or whatever but yeah I mean so yeah so it starts out like who do you guys think is a fan favorite and everyone's like Schwartz Schwartz so he like won that by a landslide Sheena yelled la la and I'm like I was like Why? la la she's like well she has the most followers I didn't realize that yeah, huh. like 1.7 followers. But, you know, I, I guess think- it is it's really hard when it's them on like if you're looking at all of them and that question is like posed as like who's the most popular because it's like they all have something in their own ways. You know, it, it's actually difficult to pick one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, they do that. All right. Some of the other things. Okay. Like what was like the vibes between them? Because in a lot of the reels, you guys check out our reels on Instagram. Um, Like we said a couple weeks ago, we're really trying to push our reels on Instagram because we have like a little opportunity with that and it's been going well, but we'd love your support if you guys could interact on there or just view it like that helps us so much. But in the reels that I was looking at that Sarah sent to me of all her amazing footage, Um, I was noticing there was like a lot of like maybe like body language things that I saw maybe between like Lala and um, some of the other cast or sometimes Sandoval's body language. So what did you see there? Well, the two most distinct was the way Katie was sitting. And that's why my footage of Katie sucks because 
she was face her side was to the audience so you couldn't see her face unless I went up to the, the screen. I saw that I was I was wondering what you were doing like I'm like Sarah keep the camera straight but then <laughs> I saw what you were doing because you in one shot yeah you could see her face and the other one you couldn't that's if I if I moved my camera up to the TV screen because she had a camera on the other angle yes pointed that way that's the only way anyone could see her face because she had her back to Sheena James and Raquel literally it was like Stassi what Stassi did to Kristen in season 8 with the Witches of WeHo party like hmm. had her back to them and was set apart and sat forward and just didn't acknowledge them like did the body language was very distant between that and but what sucked is that all you could see like in my videos is her on the side so you can't see her expression unless I pan over to the video screen yes so that's why it goes back and forth, and you know. So her, so speech. her body language was extremely cold to the one sitting behind her. Yes. Which what again was who was Sheena, James and Raquel. Okay, okay. But and how and she was fine with like Lala, and she was fine when Schwartz talked and stuff like that. Yes. Okay, and Ariana. In fact, yeah. In fact, Schwartz even insulted her by accident one time, and she like just giggled and like saved him. He said, um, uh, when Lala said, oh, Katie helped get me laid. And Schwartz said, Haha, me too. And what he meant was, like, he, he and Katie, like, he, Katie helped get him laid, like, back when they were together. But oh. it, came, it came out, like, me too, like. She hooked he me just, up. Yes. Like, or he just got laid. And yes. Because of my because my divorce I got laid yeah it came, it came off like that but yeah I know his intent meant it to be a joke and anyways they were like oh oh they were saying who's the biggest pot store and there's pot store um and most everyone said Schwartz and they're like this season at Schwartz he's like oh well I learned from the best and he points to Katie and everyone's like ooh like shade and he's like, no, 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 I mean in a, in a good way. You know how he backpedals? Yes, yes. But she's like, oh, I know. She's like, I just, I have the gift, gift of gossip. Like, she totally let him off the hook on that. Hmm. Um, but she gave him enough shade. Like, people were like, why do you look so good? Or what was your glow up? You know, her her body journey. And she's like, um, I'm happy. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. But, I mean, she had some quips at him. But her and Lala had the like Lala had pure resting bitch face like on purpose anytime almost anytime Schwartz talked every time Raquel talked and then half the time Sandoval talked she was just like and she kept disagreeing she had a real vengeance and like Sandoval someone okay the host asked about you know the Toms what do you guys how do you handle conflict when you guys get in fights and you know the, the breakup how is that affected and he's like yeah we you know our feelings get hurt and sometimes you know he'll say oh I'm acting childish and Lala goes because you are Ooh. and he's like I'm sorry I'm, I'm talking about like when Schwartz had a Christmas party invited every single person but me and Ariana and I didn't even know about it in fact I had texted him that day going hey buddy what are you up to and she's like oh okay well, I guess that would hurt my feelings too. Like she had to back down from it because, like, that was fucked up. That's your yeah. best friend Schwartz. Like, you're gonna let Katie bulldoze, you know, you invite everyone, but yeah, 
just because you're gonna like favor Jackson Brittany and look how like Katie treats Brittany now where'd that get you okay so I I was reading some someone talking about the way that Lala was interacting or, or whatever and they were saying that they thought that like the the storyline with that is going to be it's like going back to when and maybe they talked about this in the panel so I'm sorry um, where when Raquel first met Lala she knew her as being like a home wrecker right and like that's and and Lala is like has remembered that and is using now the hookup between um, what's her um, Garcelle's son right um and saying that like she's a home wrecker too and that's going to be like a major point of contention in this season like them calling each other out did you did you get that or no um yeah that part wasn't brought up about home wrecking or oliver any of that i mean i i think that'd be a weak position to take when you have oliver's own wife saying raquel did nothing wrong she was she, you know she was lied to and she's reached out and you know like that's going to be a weak argument when you've got the the wife backing you up. I I guess like I'm I'm wondering if they're going to like try to work that into like a like blow it out of proportion with Lala so she can like really have yeah. a storyline because she doesn't have Ocean. She like what what is she going to work with unless she completely plants herself as like Raquel's nemesis this season. Yeah, well it's for sure going to be part of the storyline because we saw when they were filming that Oliver was in town and met with Lisa yes. and Garcelle for lunch. So, and he was already, I think, featured on, you know, an earlier episode when they were at Vanderpump Paris, which I hope to go to tomorrow and get those damn good potatoes. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm sure that you're spot on with that. I'm sure that will be part of it. And then the Schwartz part will be the other big vengeance. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I, like, just from, like, the footage that we've seen, and, like, I, I mean, I, I find it's, I find it almost the most interesting take that we kind of have on this season, since you and I have been at a lot of the filming, we've kind of seen the story being built, we are very familiar with Jerry's style, I feel like we have a pretty good handle on what's going to happen this season, and I think it's going to be really freaking good, like, the tension is building, and I like it. Yeah, I mean, even the host did say that. She's like, damn, this sounds like it's going to be a really good season because... So they asked some questions like, who has the most OMG storyline this season? And, like, everyone was like, Raquel. Who has the most embarrassing, like, moment or scene? Raquel. Who's going to have the hardest time at the reunion? Raquel. So there's going to be a lot of... A lot of good stuff. I'm a little... You know, I love Raquel. Um, but I am a little worried of how she is going to handle kind of the pressure of taking on maybe, you know, taking a little bit of heat or having to answer for things that are like maybe a little difficult to talk about. Um, I just, I hope that she can handle it, you know, like, I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, it looks like she may have had a little, either a, lo- a little too much fun or a little bit of a meltdown on Sunday. Now, I wasn't there, but... Um, Erica was our listener. Shout out to Erica. Thanks for all your yes, video Erica, footage. Posting and tagging us. Thank you so much. So at the end of BravoCon on Sunday afternoon, Schwartz and Sandy's hosted like a cocktails thing and had like judges. Like Brandy Glanville was one of the judges and someone else. 
Leah, no, not Leah, obviously, but um, someone else. Raquel was not part of the panel, was not supposed to be there, ended up being there and ended up getting on stage and answered a couple questions, but was like slurring and super wasted. And then some people, like Erica and her husband and some people next to them swore they heard her call Schwartz babe. Now, because yeah. I've been hearing that Yes, it was a hookup, but it was just, you know, we've speculated, oh, that sounds very convenient. They happen to be on camera. Oh, Katie happened to have caught them at a wedding she wasn't even supposed to be at. You know, we we have our opinions, and you guys can listen to past previous episodes. We've seen them in person, and we know what's going on. I've also heard that, you know, she was into him, but he, Schwartz kind of put the, put the kibosh on it. Like, like, Raquel would be interested in going there, but maybe he's not. So... I don't know. They weren't really together at BravoCon except for that panel. And then if you noticed on their flight home, Katie and Schwartz sat next to each other because Katie like posted Schwartz on the airplane and like his socks and like he restoried Katie's story of him. Like, so they're flying home together. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So, um, the clip that um, that Erica posted of Raquel, it was like she was answering a question, and if you were to just hear it, like your first impression would be like, "Ooh, like she's a little buzzed right now," or like you know something's going on. Um, well, she actually saw that story that was she actually saw that story that was posted and replied to our Instagram. Oh. So in response to that video, if you guys have seen it, she said, um, the, the caption said, um, she's so wasted. That's what Erica put on her, um, Instagram story and, and tagged our podcast. And she replied to us and said, deaf wasn't just exhausted from the weekend and couldn't find my words and felt bad choosing one or the other. Didn't know what they were going to ask me. Didn't know they were going to ask me to do that. So the question that was asked her was something about like, who's whatever do you like more? So she was trying to talk about, you know, one person, the other. And she, she really, I mean, it did sound like she got, she couldn't find her words. Yeah. It sounded so, like she was like trying to say, Sir is more refined, but Schwartz's is more refined. But yeah, it was like, it wasn't like what's different between the two, but she wasn't, yeah, finding her words for sure. Yeah. So I thought that was so nice that she replied to the story though and, you know, cleared that up. So, and I get like, that's, that's what, that's why I'm saying like, I'm a little worried about her because I feel like she wants to say the right thing and like she tries so hard to like please everybody. So, Hopefully she can find like a little bit of balance where she takes care of herself and still is able to, you know, maintain this big old storyline she's got this season. And quite honestly, there's nothing wrong if she was wasted because she just finished this huge conference where she's like, you're just bombarded. Like, totally. And she wasn't, she wasn't like, just like she she wasn't supposed to be up there, you know? So if she was having fun and like, you know, got up there and it's like no big deal. 
yeah, it's like about, you know, happy hour on a Friday. It's like, yes. that's what you do. You go blow off some steam. And it was like five o'clock on Sunday. Well, and like you said, like you, you weren't even eating like that whole time. Like I can't imagine like how busy they would be like talking to people, going from here to there. Like everyone probably didn't have time to stop yeah. and eat. You have a drink. It hits you harder than you know. And I, I don't know. about your outfit. Like, yeah. yeah, I saw um, like Nicole from Miami was walking through and, she stopped at the bar that our, our carts were on. And I was like, yes, yes, take one. She's like, well, I don't, she's like, she wanted to get a drink. She's like, is there like a, a room I can go into? Like she didn't want to stand in the drink line, but she yeah. wanted a drink, you know, it's like, it, it sounded difficult. Like yes. kind of no matter where you were. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So one of the other questions was who has the most surprising hookup this season? And wouldn't you think people would say Schwartz and Raquel, but um, Ariana and Sandoval answered this in unison and said, Katie. Hmm. So then Katie like blushes and the host is like, Katie, tell us about it or whatever. She's like, she's like, look, I'm just having fun. I'm single. Or, or she's like, you know, anything meaningful. She's like, no, I'm just having fun. And then she's like, Oh, Schwartz, does that make you feel uncomfortable? But you know him, he's just smiling. Oh, I'm happy if she's happy. Yeah. But I'm okay, so I'm excited to see that. Yeah, you know, it's got to be one of the the Bachelor Blake or somebody. We haven't seen her with like that was totally during that time, don't you think? Totally. And I feel like that's like a, a, a easy crossover storyline for them. Yeah. Um, another question was who is most self-involved this season? And Katie instantly said Schwartz, and then Lala was like Schwartz, and. Schwartz agreed and he's like well understandably so or whatever um okay there were some funny James moments because like the host asked a question like you know do you guys hold grudges or how do, are you friends or you're not friends and so Sheena was talking she's like no we all love each other sometimes we don't like each other but deep down we all love each other and while she's like talking and giving that inspirational speech like James is doing James and like doing his funny eye roll and making his quirky faces so the audience is watching that and just starts laughing like Sheena doesn't know why everyone's laughing because she can't see James's face oh my gosh so then like the host is like what what they're like we want to hear from James she's like okay James uh or something no first Raquel and Raquel is talking serious too she's like well I'm really happy that I'm the woman I am now I've been able to grow and and then the audience starts laughing again because James is making more faces so then they you know pan over to James <laughs> and he's just like yeah yeah what she said and like Raquel is like she looks so pissed like she's got daggers coming up because she was talking like truly seriously and just you know yeah, yeah yeah and to be like it felt like you were you know, people making fun of you. And yes. That, so, you know, you know what he does. Yes. <laughs> he knows how to, to do that. Yes. I mean, okay. So tell me about the, I'm going off of like reels that you sent me now. Tell me about what happened when they brought up Stassi's wedding and Brittany and Jack's and that whole situation. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, speaking of weddings, you know, how do you, f- you know, it seems like some feelings were heard about invites and disinvites. And Sheena, would you like to take this? And she's like, yeah. She's like, absolutely. From day one, she's like, I know what it's like. We had to scale down from 
300 people to 120. So when I got that from Stassi, I totally hit her up right away saying, I totally get it. And I, we know that's true because Stassi said that on her podcast. Yes. On her Patreon saying Sheena reached out. Sheena's great. She totally got it. So there's no beef with them back then. The beef right. came when Brittany came on Sheena's podcast and explained why she didn't go. And so Brittany, uh, Sheena was defending Brittany and saying Cruz's passport didn't come and then Sherry's best friend's husband died and Sherry was so she had to go home to Kentucky instead of watch Cruz and Brittany just couldn't get it together to go like by herself and leave Cruz with Jax and maybe that's not such a bad call (laughs) yeah I know Jax is a good dad so we hear so I'm sure it's fine but I mean basically she just reiterated what Brittany said and then the host is like and Katie what do you think she's like I think that's bullshit. I don't think they ever intended on going ever. So she was huh. quite quite clear about that. She's like, she's like, look, it was it was thirty four people. It was small. She's like, I mean, I don't know. She's like, I was there. Like, I made the cut. So there's um, that about the wedding, and then the other wedding question was, um, I think from oh from a listener, Katie, um, we heard you know that you weren't invited to Sheena's wedding so how did you end up in Mexico coincidentally at the same time at the same venue while filming and Katie just answered you're just gonna have to stay tuned yeah and so I think it was when Sheena was talking about it was before she got to the love each other part um but she was talking and like they were kind of going back and forth between the two different panels and you could see James, like in my footage, like whisper into Sheena's ear. And then they both kind of look around and then he's kind of getting antsy. And then my footage pans over back to the other side and then it pans back to Sheena because she's talking and, I'll, and James is gone. And I, I remember seeing him get up and walk off and I'm like, hmm, what's he doing? But you're like, no, oh, whatever. But as he, right after he walks off and Sheena's in the middle of talking or someone's in the middle of talking, you hear on his, um, we posted this on our reels too, but I know a lot of you said you couldn't understand what he said or hear him that, that well, but people are talking and all of a sudden, it's like the, the Lisa Marlowe hot mic moment. He's like, hey, I'm peeing. Where is it? Is it off to the left? And it's like blasted throughout the whole ballroom. So everyone just starts cracking up. Like, I wish we would have got him actually peeing. Yeah, that's hilarious. That would have been like, so it was just like super funny and comic relief and he was super embarrassed when it came out and then he was like ah fuck it (laughs) that's hilarious alright so okay what else Schwartz okay so the applause the applause meter Schwartz by far got the biggest and loudest applause I'm like I, I have to tell you I'm like a little disappointed about this because you know I had such a hard time like season three four of like Schwartz just everyone being like oh my god Schwartz 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 and I feel like we kind of came out of that like everyone was kind of starting to see the light we were moving past that and I feel like we're in an upswing going back to that and I don't know how I feel yes it was very the crowd was very 50 50 they still have their Schwartzies but very uh, the crowd was very Katie 
they were like, okay, they were chanting her name. They were like, when someone asked a question about her being single, everyone would cheer about her getting laid. Everyone cheered when Lala said, oh, Katie's been getting some big old dick. Everyone was like, woo. This guy asked about, like, told her how beautiful she is and asked about her glow up and like, there was a lot of Katie stands there. I I literally had a dream the other night that like we were podcasting and I went full blown like Katie fan like where like I was messaging her like we were talking and I was like I would like defend her till the end and I was and I woke up and I was like what 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 just happened um yeah. I I'm rooting for Katie. And I, and I guess at the same time, like when I heard Schwartz, like on his, on that podcast, like I also am rooting for it. Like I, I want them to equally be happy, but I still want a good show. And I, I just want, I guess I can't wait to see how it all like fits in. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. okay. What, like was Lala getting a lot of attention? What was her applause meter like? Um, yeah, she got pretty loud applause. I would say she'd be like a, a second or third. Okay. Probably Lala and Katie were like probably the second strongest to Schwartz. Okay. Um, Ariana was tough because she was the very first one to come out. So it was like, here they come. So she got the, you know, the first applause of, you know, if, if it had been Raquel, it probably would have been the same. But right. Raquel was last and definitely the weakest applause, which that's fine. She's the newest. Yes. And, you know, it's probably how it, it should be. Yeah. Uh, what about Sheena? Um, kind of middle to to lower end. Okay. Same with Sandoval. Okay. I definitely would say Schwartz, then Katie slash Lala, James. Okay. And then Sandoval and Sheena and like Ariana. I just can't really. Yeah, um, she's like not in the place. running because it was yeah. Yeah. So okay, we talked about Lala's like definitely Lala had like a bitterness pill for a. a constant sourpuss face pointedly at the Toms and Raquel. Okay, so then this was this was kind of like a, a funny question because it was very clear Lala had on her agenda she wanted to bring up Stassi and Kristen. It, it, it never had come up. Yeah. And so she made it come up. So the host asked what do you think is the biggest difference between season nine and season 10. Okay. And so Sandoval starts answering saying, well, dude, really like the COVID COVID restrictions were just crazy and explaining all the shit they had to do. You know, when we made fun of Katie's saran wrapped charcuterie plate that now we understand that's not really what she did. That was production. They had to do that for COVID. Yes. And why Charlie didn't like Sheena's enchiladas because they weren't Sheena's enchiladas. Yes. Um, all the, you know, just the protocols that they had to do and why they had to have all these theme parties at their house because it's the only place they could film. And so she's explaining that and Lala's like pissed and she interrupts. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me? You think the biggest difference was COVID? She's like, how about we lost half our cast? COVID, please. And she's just mad. And so Sheena kind of jumps in. She's like, no, Lala, the question was, what's the difference between season nine and season 10 and Lala's she's still not getting it she's like yeah exactly uh, <laughs> like, yeah she, you're missing the point you're talking about season eight Lala yeah that wasn't the question yeah so then it does go into like uh one of the questions was who would you like to bring back 
and Lala answered Stasi and Kristen because she said you know she knows how to make good reality TV and everyone likes to watch Trainwreck yeah so she got her her moment in there there was another uh, rumor I'd never heard this I don't know how that Austin from Southern Charm had hooked up with a Vanderpump Rules cast member um, unless it was back in the day because I know she hooked up with um yeah, I, I kind of re- I kind of remember hearing that um, back around the time of like years ago. You know, like when they were all kind of hanging out. Okay, yeah, because then we know like Carl and Shep kind of hooked up with Sheena a little bit. Yeah, and then Kristen. I thought it was. I didn't realize it was Austin though. I thought it was. Um, oh, oh, it was. Um, oh, 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 oh. Um, on the reunion. Max, that's who I was thinking. Max, the old GM of Tom Tom. Oh, remember when when he revealed he hooked up with Kristen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So maybe it must have been way back then because then Sheena said, "No, it's not someone on the current cast." So that could really only mean Kristen. Yes. Everyone else is taken. So. And I could I could see that too. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. James, Kitty, da, 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 we got that. Asked about wedding invites. Um, was, um, 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 was Allie there, like, with James, like, not on, like, kind of like how Brock was with Sheena, or she wasn't there? I never saw Allie, and I never saw James, like, anywhere in the exhibit hall or anything like that. I did um, go to the side on their photo, it, the photo up. Uh, was James, Lala, and Katie. Uh-huh. So I haven't posted those yet. I have to post Saturday's videos and, and I'll start working on that um, today and tomorrow. I'll post Saturday's pictures and videos. Um, Fridays, you know, I did two big photo dumps in Facebook. I'll do Saturday's in the next day or two. Okay. Uh, but I, that's the only time I saw James except for on the panel. Like, he wasn't roaming around like the other ones were. So I don't even know if Allie was there. I would assume she was, but... And no, uh, no Christina Kelly, no Lisa Vanderpump, no Peter. No, Peter was somewhere. I forget. Um, Using the most out of his 24 hours. Yes. Okay, the other thing was what we just posted on the reels was the host asked Sandoval if he ever felt like part of one of the reasons Katie and Tom broke up. And he's like, yeah, dude, like, I do feel partly responsible. He's like, I like cry about it. Like I drive in my car and I I listen to music and I I like cry. Like, you know, I'll put on Paramore, the cord and I cry. Oh man. (laughs) So there's that. Okay. She says we all gave up. So, um, did they say, I, I thought I heard like a fan ask like, I'm a little disappointed. I thought we were maybe going to get to see a trailer. Yeah. And, and, the, and then they said, did they say it's for sure coming out in January? Like, did they say that or that's just they, we're still hearing yeah. that? They don't know. They were told early next year. Okay. And that's that tracks because they wrapped last time in August and it aired in December. So they wrapped late September, hopefully January. Yes. So they had, okay, tell us your favorite 
one of the listeners said, can you yell out some iconic lines? Like, can you, James, can you say it's not about them? He doesn't even miss a beat. He's like, it's not about the pasta. He just rolls Uh. it right off. And then Schwartz is like, my dick works. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Sandoval goes into, look at him. He's a battered wife. And Mm. then Sheena everyone's applauding and screaming and Sheena's like it's all happening but like nobody heard her <laughs> so oh, it's kind of no. like if you listen to the video you can hear it but like no one in the crowd heard her or got it I heard you Sheena <laughs> but it kind of got lost that's funny um, and then they asked like oh I think um, Ariana's favorite line was the obtuse you're so obtuse and then the, we have all the artichoke dip which we made the t-shirt out of which wasn't the most popular but that was my favorite line of ariana's as well it it was pretty iconic and yeah it did not get the attention that it deserved exactly um that had most cringe moments schwartz said new orleans when he was just like blackout drunk wasted yeah tom sandoval's was like look i love you i I really i'm always gonna be there for you but like we're gonna be like bulldozing shit dirt and shit (laughs) That was rough. <laughs> so then they asked about something about her. And oh my God, this is where I wanted Holly to make it real. Because the way kind of Katie was saying it, and even Ariana too, quite honestly. I get it, obviously. But they were saying like, we didn't know like how much work it was going to be. Like, like how hard. Like we thought we were going to be like decorating the interior, planning the menu, like fun we didn't realize like there's contracts and permits and katie's like like what's an entitlement like shit you have to do so it just always reminds me of like l woods like harvard like it's hard yeah what do you mean (laughs) it just kind of came off like that i'm like what did you guys think (laughs) yeah you've seen how long it took tom tom to open you've seen schwartz and sandy's like now it's they're still not open you know yeah so they said, you know, hopefully soon. Obviously, they have the place and thing. The ball is moving much more quickly now, so hopefully soon. But no, no dates anywhere near announcing now. Sandoval said about Schwartz and Sandy's opening. It's hard to say when. In another thing, I heard Schwartz say in a couple weeks. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, when I was at America's Got Talent, we drove right by there and just wanted to report it's not open. <laughs> I checked, even though I knew they were in New York. I thought, what if it's open and, like, no one knows? But no, it's not. Yeah. So I think that's it for uh, Katie's love life. She says she's, it's, she's having fun. Yeah, that's when Lala said that um, Katie's getting some big old dick and that Katie helped and inspired Lala to finally get laid and then like Lala like literally spread her legs on the stage oh <laughs> oh yeah I think <laughs> I got, got that and it was those situations where I wish I like just filmed one whole continuous thing but I yes. was afraid my battery was gonna die and then I would miss shit so I was trying to be careful and it's really hard too when you're trying to film and like be in the moment because like you kind of start getting like dizzy because you're like trying to get a good video but you're trying to watch and you're trying to listen so hard like it's hard yeah um on the other so we can talk about all the other stuff on patreon 
Um, I'll just quickly talk about the VPR booth since we're doing VPR related. Tom Sandoval had a booth. So, I mean, basically every Bravo celebrity had a booth. Now I understand why we did not get accepted to have a booth because it was only Bravo celebrities. That makes sense. Yeah. There was no like podcast booth. There was no like, it was just all the Bravo loves. People yeah. I didn't even know had product or people had booths. I didn't, I don't even know if they had a product, but they had booths. Huh. Okay. Um, you know, like Shannon was there wrapping her reel for real and like all, all, everyone had one. So Sandoval had one. And I know, you know, last BravoCon, Tom and Ariana had one promoting their book. Right. Okay. So it's Sandoval's booth and it says Tom Sandoval. So they have the good love and whiskey. Okay. They have Tom Tom shirts. Okay. And um, that's it. They had no Shorts and Sandy's merch. They had no cocktail AF books. So, gosh, I would have totally rolled out a Shorts and Sandy's shirt. They probably could have killed on that. Oh, they could have killed on that for sure. Um, why wouldn't it be called the Toms or Tom and Tom since they are partners in both of those ventures? Yeah. Tom Tom shorts and, uh, shirts and the whiskey. And like shorts could have thrown his moo's in there. Yeah. Like these people missed the boat. It just makes me so mad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I couldn't understand why it was just Tom Sandoval because they weren't even selling like CDs of his band or anything. It was, it was Tom Tom and it was the whiskey. So I went up there before Tom was in there and uh, the, the staff loved me because I had my Tom Tom shirt. So yes. Like, yeah. And then there was this guy there and he's like, Hey, would you like to try this? I'm like, Oh no, I've already bought a whole bunch of those bottles. And he's like, Oh wow. He's like, well, we're having another special, you know, buy one. I'm like, no, I have a carry on bag. He's like, no online. And he's telling me about the getting new distributorship. And I'm like, what's your name? He's like, Peter. I'm like, Peter, I've talked to you. You're the guy with the Gmail that I venmo the money to that I had to, I told him, I'm like, I had to ask Ariana to make sure because I was like, should I just be Venmoing some random Gmail account? Yeah. He's like, send me the money and then I'll send out the product. I'm like, this makes me feel weird. Yeah. But I met him. He's super nice. And yeah. So he was cool. Um, who, who was working the booth? I don't know. Peter. Was so P- Peter's our only partner in the whiskey venture. Peter and then like a couple girls. So like Women. for some reason I felt like Kyle Chan was in a booth. Oh <laughs> yes, Kyle Chan was there. That's right. But, but he so he wasn't working the booth. It just looked like that. Kyle Chan. Oh, you know what? Kyle did not go to San Juan Capistrano, did he? No. But he did go to San Diego. Yes. Um, he did. He was just like lingering in the booth, like looked like he was working it, but he wasn't really. But the way I took the pictures, it did look like he was manning the booth. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, Kyle Chan is working their booth. I mean, why didn't he have a little Kyle Chan display? Like a yeah. little like Neil Lane, like, here you go. Let's look at my I signs. would do like a BravoCon freaking necklace. Like, I, I, oh. they would totally buy that. Right? Like with a little, like, you know, he likes to use, like, gems. Like a little gem. Oh, he totally should have done that. I should email him next time. Or how about a little, the, the TT necklace? Yes. I, I mean, mean, people would the, buy that. They totally would. I would God, be... Lo- you guys. God. run their, their side hustles. And, like, honestly, so honestly, like, 
Katie could kill with like a divorce tea towel. Like it's like she did <laughs> she did her you know her invitation and it's like some sort of like little catchy phrase or like why wasn't she selling her warm ups? I mean, it totally would have killed. Plus, at that price point, that's something everyone could buy. Yeah, tea towel because I showed you the BravoCon merch. I'm like. It was the cheapest thing you could buy was a keychain for $20. You know what? I was telling somebody the other day about how, like, when we would old school go gambling back in the day and how when you would run out of money, <laughs> you would go and you would, like, phone in, like, up the, the little loan, like, on the, like, the telephone. Remember that shit? What? Like, like when you would go and get like a little like you'd get like more money and like you have to go to the center of the casino and like there was like a little phone. You don't remember that? Am I making no. that up? <laughs> like you don't go to the cage and get a cash advance? Yeah, they, but like sometimes didn't you have to pick up a little phone? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm making that up. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I remember buckets having to carry around yeah I'll, 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 I'll look for a picture i mean not that i have a picture of you but like i'll i'll, I'll, I'll send you what i'm talking about well, i was in the high rollers last night and i did there's this guy just sitting there and i always think can i just go over because when i got here they're like you have 375 and free play and a hundred dollar dining credit and i'm like i'm feeling like a baller well i already feel like a baller because i get to go into the special room you know to check in yes but, but uh i'm like damn 375 and i'm like in the high <laughs> high limit room and there's the guy and i'm like he's the guy that like the actual high rollers go to and be like hey I, like randall i need 20 20 like, k line of credit yeah i need you know? a, i need a marker <laughs> can i go yeah i want to go up to him and be like can i get a 300 marker yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh this, my uh, gosh this, this top dollar machine's really hitting like I need, I need to get the spaceships to like hit the bonus round. Beep, 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 beep. Or First like, offer. yeah. Second offer. Oh my gosh. Game. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. You were saying something. I was gonna say. Oh, so the okay, the the booths. Yeah. Oh, or even like, did they run out of the cocktail AF books? Like, why not have that there too? Or have Ariana make an appearance with Tom there? Or I don't know. Lots of things they could have done. Yeah, I would be getting the most out of like the most bang for my buck. Or James like, could be selling the pump session CD. Like Sheena didn't have a booth for her lashes. I thought there was a lash booth there, and I'm like, why isn't Sheena have a booth? Because she could have had. She she's got a bunch of shit she could have had there. Yeah. She could finally get rid of those boy crazy hats that she still has. Yeah. You know, they, people would have bought them because if you could, you could buy anything that was like reasonable. Like, I mean, Craig, for fucking sake, he had sewing down south. Like, he had t shirts and I saw people wearing them. They were just a gray t shirt with a little sewing down south, like, logo. And I'm like, and that's mostly what he was selling. He had um, pillowcases with like a crab on it. But didn't even say anything about like I don't understand that business because clearly without him like who is buying this like rando shit it yeah. wasn't even nice it felt like really thick and you know like the throw pillows yeah they're not comfortable you don't want to put your head against it because it's like that hard twiny fabric like that's what it was huh it's not cute enough to be like I don't know he was just selling one design of without the pillow in it which 
which I guess you have to still buy your own pillow um, and find one that fits that dimension because they were weird dimensions too they were like rectangular hmm. like but anyways I don't know I didn't get I don't I don't get that business um, Austin had a trop hop but no samples or anything at least that I could see oh um, God, everybody had like Caroline Stanberry was there with Sergio, like literally like she by Sheree. Um, what about um, Gina's? Luke. Is it doesn't Gina doing something new? Oh yes, all of the products you guys that I have tried that I'm going to do a special on on Patreon. Gina was there with Caravalla. She worked her booth, and I'll post. I don't know. I think I already posted. Oh, post what about Lala? Um, Whitney Rose had her booth there. Never saw her working her booth, though. Lala, no, she didn't have... Oh, yeah! What the heck? What the fuck? That was stupid. They must just be, like, to order, like, online. Like, she didn't have inventory they could bring? That's wow. weird. They missed the boat on that. Like, Jess could have been working that booth. Yeah. With palettes and glosses and... People merch. would have loved that. Those sweatshirts everyone wants. Yeah. What is wrong with these people? Um, Luke had a maple syrup ju- slash jewelry booth. No way. I mean, if he can get that shit together, why can't you still give them Lala a, a multi-whatever business? And you know what? Luke was at that booth, like, all the fucking time. I'll give him that. <laughs> Do you want to say, in person, like, I always thought Luke was attractive, and I thought Andrea was very attractive. But also maybe because Andrea has such a like a really nice personality, I'm gonna say not as impressed in person. Oh, usually it's opposite, right? People yeah. are like you're blown away, and I was blown away at every housewife at how fucking teeny tiny they were, like blown away. Yes, like unimaginable tiny. But Luke and Andrea, I was like, oh, actually, I like you better on TV. Huh. So. They both took their tops off at the the Summer House session. I'll talk about those on Patreon. I just want to see if there's any other standout boosts or um, notes here. Oh, okay. So, so, well, some of the biggest tea do we want to talk about here or um, on Patreon? Yeah, Patreon. it, And then also, like... We'll, and go. I will go get into your rant on the other one too. And we'll get into like uh, we've got Winter House to recap too. Yes, we'll do that separately. But um, I think that's mo- I think I covered all the VPR stuff, which is fair to put that one on our namesake podcast Patreon. I'll get into all the other deets. And okay, so the big question: like, would you ever go again? <sighs> Um, uh, one million percent no, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? If they do a West Coast, I would consider it. Yes. And I know what to do and what not to do now. And I definitely know I need to bring like 10,000 more cards because there were so many places I could have put them and constantly replenished. I, I just ran out. And Erica, I sent her a whole bunch, and she had distributed them too. But they were we could have been constantly replenishing every fucking table. There were so many places. 
So I would well, yeah. If if anybody has made it this long listening, and you saw you're listening to this podcast because of the card that you got, please like send us a DM on our Instagram, email us VanderpumpRulesParty at gmail dot com, or join our Facebook group. We'd love to hear like if that postcard hit anybody that's listening. That'd be so cool. Yeah. So if it was um, L.A. or you know some Vegas or something, I would I would. I don't it's just too much I yeah I feel not to say that like we've been around them too much or anything but like we have pretty nice access to them and it just seemed like I felt bad that like you were in like such a sea of people and um I also felt bad when like all of the content starts streaming out and like like you said like your phone was dying or like this or that and like you know, we just yeah. don't have the capability to, like, in the moment be getting you guys that info. And Well, there's I people just... that weren't there that were, like, blasting stuff out. I'm like, you're not even here. Yeah. So it wasn't fair. It's was like you have people. So I'm like, I felt like, well, all this stuff, by the time I even get a moment to send out, it's already out there. So it's just, it's frustrating. But I then see... I'd have FOMO with people screaming, you got to go hit every second, you know? Totally. But I, I think that all of the content that you got, like being able to talk about it on this podcast and then break down like what we know about this season already is like so different than the content of people that weren't even there that are just putting out the content with no, you know, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I definitely have like a lot of um, tea, some of which you may have seen, some of which you may not have and more, more insight and more sessions to discuss. We'll do on the Patreon on like housewife stuff and Southern Charm and Summer House and yes, la da 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 da, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, and plus, if it was West Coast, you could go, or we could have more people. Yeah, go. I feel like I feel like if we tag teamed it, like we could probably, you know. And I, and this is no just on New York, okay? A, I love New York. I've lived there. I've visited a hundred times. It's just a lot to do the red eye and then the hotel, and then the transportation was very difficult. Oh, here's the funnest story. Like so, Friday. I have not slept. I have not eaten. I can barely walk. Like I literally, my knee is so swollen. I can't, I'm, I'm like Herman Munster walking. So I go <laughs> out, I call an Uber, but before the Uber gets there, my phone dies. I had memorized the license plate and I looked at the time and it said, you know, say 5.30. So I waited extra long. I asked some girls next to me. I'm like, hey, do you know what time it is? And it was like 5.45. I'm like, uh, he's not coming. He's delayed. I missed him. And he has no way to contact me. So I'm like, I'm fucked. I can't call another Uber. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Try to hail a taxi. But the traffic is not moving. There's nowhere to get a taxi. And all of a sudden, I see this ring, ring, ring. And it's like this carriage with a with a guy on a bicycle. And I'm like, I wave him down like a New York cabbie. I'm like, hey! <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I jump from the pedicab and I'm like, 43rd and 3rd. And, and he's like, oh no, let me show you Central Park. It's beautiful. I'm like, no, no, no. I've seen Central Park. He's like, oh no, but I must show you. He's like, well, let's go by Times Square so you can see Times Square. I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking see Times Square. You're like, take finally, me to my hotel. Finally, he wasn't listening. He's like, no, I really think you should see. I go, listen, I have lived here. He's like, oh, you have? I go, I'm just tired and I can't walk and there's no, my phone's dead and I'm about to cry and I'm hungry. Yeah. Can you just pedal, please? 
Oh my gosh, that is so hilarious. And then, I guess how much that was. $70. Oh. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, my Uber was going to be like 29 but I'm like, I can't even fucking believe this shit. Oh so my it's, gosh. It's just not, and I had this, because I used to go to this trade show in San Francisco. It's just not conducive. Those, those cities like that, because everything is spread out there's so much walking and transportation is an issue and especially with people coming in from out of town that don't know how the metro works or the subway and um or can't you know what i mean it's just it could be so much easily uh, more convenient like in a las vegas or a los angeles where there's space and it's easier um for everything really yes yes that's my i wouldn't want to go to really like any conference um in, in downtown San Francisco, I had nightmares with that for many, many years. I mean, it did make me feel better because um, I was, like, having major FOMO. And Sarah's like, you, like, wouldn't have even got to see New York. It, like, would have been, like, n- not even worth it for you to do yeah. this. So I, that made me feel was, a little better. There was a point I was trying to, like, let's try to figure out a way for Holly to go. And I was so happy that she didn't because I thought, what a waste because you would have either had FOMO the whole time if you took some time out to see a couple things but you couldn't leave for a long enough period of time to go see those things or if, if you didn't miss the show yeah so I, I wouldn't want you to go all the way there and not like experience true New York at all yeah which you should do it's just it, totally yeah, you, you'd need more time if you're gonna do it with Rebel Girl. yeah 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 well yes let's let's manifest a west coast one and then we're good Okay, so we'll continue on Patreon with the rest of the BravoCon stuff and anything else I forget in the meantime. But thanks for tuning in. Yeah, but thank you guys so much. Like so many of you are following along with Sarah and encouraging her to keep going and that she's doing it for the podcast. So we really appreciate that. And Sarah, we appreciate you going to BravoCon and doing all that. I know that was not easy and completely out of your way. So thank you (laughs) on behalf of the podcast. It's an experience. I mean, I'm glad I, I... love to tell about it and I had it but I'm also glad it's over totally (laughs) all right okay thanks you guys bye